Well, hello everybody and welcome to the latest edition of the Goodness and Blues Supporters Club Ireland podcast. This is Ash, your host, our preview on Sunday lunchtime's game against Aston Villa, the first away game of the season. Can Everton get out of the blocks and get three massive points at this early stage of the season? Stay tuned. The preview's coming up next. So welcome back to the latest edition of the Gullison Blues Supporters Club Ireland podcast. Ash here as usual. And I'm chatting away as we look to Sunday lunchtime's ga- uh, kickoff game against Villa Park. Our first away game of the season. Villa of course were trounced by the barcodes the opening weekend where as the Blues we couldn't put away our chances and lost narrowly to Fulham. In fact we could be still playing right now and we still <laughs> would be unable to score any goals. Villa, of course, they're going to want to make amends for that defeat and get themselves on the board. And Everton themselves will need to do something similar. In some cases, it's already been called a must-win must game. And it's a strange saying that because when you say that a must-win game, I think as fans, we all want our games to be must-win. That is how you win things. But the flip side is, after saying the same thing, in the last few podcasts, I've been saying that the game's coming up. When you look at it, you're hoping to see points accumulated to get on some sort of a foothold in the season. But it would be nice to have that base for when you start coming against the tougher games that come up after these games. You know, to lose two on the bounce, it's going to start getting into warning signs, you know, flaring up again. So I think to get at least a draw here. It's definitely needed. Go for the win, guys. But, you, you know, don't lose the game. I really just hope we don't lose the game. We clearly can't score goals at the moment. That needs to change. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. The question again is, will Dominic Calvert-Loom be available? He played in a, a closed-doors game, a 2-0 defeat against Manchester United sometime in midweek. And if he has somehow come through that, then he's got to start this match. I know that's the saying they want to take it slow, but any slower and it'll be soon be Christmas and already we'll find ourselves laundering at the bottom of the table. So if Dominic Carvalhoon is not ready for this game, uh, he's deemed not fit enough, but then it has to be Dan Juma or Chermiti up up top in this game. The abuse obviously Neil Mopay has gotten after the Fulham game was terrible. There's banter, of course, in football, and then it's the sort of shite that he got, and of course, that's wrong, and you just can't uh, condone it. But the bottom line is, um, he, he just can't cut it in the Premier League, and whether it's a confidence thing, whether it's the, uh, he doesn't have the quality, or in fact that we don't have the quality of players to utilise what he can do in a game of football, we can't afford to start him. That's just been plain and simple. Um, if in the upcoming games, if we can get the goals we need to be comfortably winning again, then maybe that's when you bring him on um, with enough time that he can himself play with the freedom that he wants to play and play his game and maybe get himself to some sort of form that we can utilise him to the best interest of him and, of course, the club. But playing him from the start seems to have a negative effect not just for him 
but for the fans, the fans really don't want to see him on the 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 squad, and the fans will always be on his back from the moment he misses his first chance in a game, and obviously it can't be doing him any good in his mind either. So Villa, um, they've had a decent home run form against us in recent years but let's hope they will have a hangover after the game against Newcastle and we will have to be very fast off the blocks here and to take the damn early chances that we that we can get and just put them away put them to the sword if we can you know shock them early we can maybe take maximum points here we have to stop this deja vu feeling and get back to million ways you really do in the last few days of course the transfer window has been hotting up with different things. We again we've been nominated and noted to be with different players from all over the bloody place. And the arrival, of course, to the day of Jack Harrison, although he's injured, will hopefully increase our attacking options. And it is said that he said on Everton TV that he's just a few weeks away. Other than that, he can't wait to get going. And we as you know, we signed Jack on a season-long loan from Leeds. The saga, of course, of Wilfred Nanto. Um, that has also intensified. It seems that he has basically told Leeds United to go and take a run and jump and wants to sign for the club. Uh, if you believe all the reports that you, that you see all over the different newspapers and media, he seems to be training by himself away from the first team. He's not even part of the dressing room, we understand. And Leeds have said that nothing would change their mindset about selling the player. But then you see the likes of the reports of manager Daniel Fark saying that he doesn't want to keep players who don't want to stay at the club. So, after the signing of, of Jack Harrison, will everything want to keep the pressure on Leeds to sell? Um, Nanto has split fans uh, regarding joining the club. Some are excited because they believe the 19-year-old Italian can can really offer something. But then others believe that the way he's shown disrespect to Leeds United, what's to say that if he signs for the club, what's to stop him from doing the same to Everton at the end of the season? Well, I'll put it to you this way. If he comes to the club, I'll be happy. Um, but the way I look at it is every single player can do that at some point, whether it's through themselves or what normally happens here is that the... The agents get involved. That's the issue. Um, from my point of view, you'll have we can sign, doesn't matter what player we can sign, like you can sign, like say Dan Juma, for instance, has a great season with us, and we sign him on a permanent basis. That's all lovely and jubbly. The end of that first full season that he's with us as a uh a, a proper signed player, his agent gets involved and says there's a team in Spain, or there's a team here, or there's a, a Premier League rival wants to sign and they start getting involved because they're all it's obviously means coppers in the bank for them if it happens. So it's not just the players. We don't know what the situation is with Nanto's agent. Is Nanto uh himself wanting to join the club for the right reasons or is his agent sticking the oar in? So the focus for me is that they need to get an experienced goal getting striker. That's just the end of it. And they need to get it before it's too late. There is a rumour of a 12 million bid gone in for Che Adams. So we'll have to see what happens in that regards. But back to the Villa game. The home side, they have some key injuries. Um, so hopefully that gives us a platform 
to turn up and give a very, very positive result. So with that in mind, what would be the team I'd go with for Villa game? Um, obviously, it's Pickford in goal. Uh, although he didn't have a great game against Fulham, it has been Nathan, uh, Nathan Patterson. Tarkowski in cent in centre back, and I think I will take out Michael Keane and bring in uh, Brandweight. He he's done well in the in the few games that he has played with us, and it's time that he's given the chance to prove that he can be in the main partnership. He's he's had enough experience now game wise that he should be able to do it, and I think Ashley Young will start at left back again. So that's the four across the back. Um, midfield I was Jingler because Onana wasn't really in the game. Uh, in Fulham for a lot of the game, and obviously the, there's rumours of Manchester United, you know, showing interest in him. Uh, so I was going to go with Decore, Idrissa Gane, and maybe James Garner in that midfield trio, but I, I am going to stick with Decore, Gay, and Onana because I don't know what the situation is with Dominic Carvalho Loon. So if he does play up top, I'll have a Wobby on the right hand side with Dan Juma on the left, on the other. But as we always fear it's going to happen. If Dominic Cavalloon is out, I put Dan Juma up front with Awobi then on the left and James Garner playing again on the right-hand side. Um, it'd be interesting to see if Chermiti is anyway fit to be even part of the match day squad. Um, but should we pull out all the strings and go for the win? I think 100% yes. Let's harass, let's bully, let's take the maximum points. Um, goal, score-wise... Um, I'm going to be very optimistic and go with a 2-0 away win for the Blues. So let's pile the misery on Aston Villa. Let's get us moving up the table. It's a 2pm kickoff, guys. So come in and join us in Matters on Eden Key, home with the Gunners and Blues. And I will be there. So if you want to come in and meet the Mad Blue who does the podcast in person, come in and say hello. So that's it for this edition, guys. Whether you're a first-time listener or you're a regular listener to the podcast, click the like, the bell, the, the whatever icon you get at your your podcast, where you get your podcast from, uh, give us a like and a thumbs up. So until then, guys, up the toffees for Sunday. Stay blue.